Hi there. Today I'd like to share with you a concept that could be helpful in understanding how your mind focuses on things unconsciously and how you can actually bring your awareness into the conscious realm. In racing, cars, motorcycles, there's a concept called target fixation. Target fixation is an attentional phenomena. It's where we become so focused on an object that we observe that we head towards it inadvertently. So by unconsciously keeping our eyes on something, we go towards it. It's very common in racing, especially when people are amateurs, you see one person make a mistake in a car, on a motorcycle, and wipe out. And all of a sudden, two or three people behind them follow. And at first it doesn't make sense. You're like, well, why did these other couple of people go off the track? But as you study the art, you realize that, as they say, you go where you're looking. That sounds simple, but actually it's an unconscious reflex where we focus on the rider or driver ahead of us instead of on the road. So as an amateur racer, it takes quite a bit of work to not focus on the person in front of you. So if she goes off-road, you don't follow her. Or if he crashes into a barrier, you don't crash into it. But you have to keep forcing your eyes instead of looking at the rear tires or the rear tire of the racer in front of you. Pick your eyes up and force it to look at the road. With time, it becomes a habit. And you might catch yourself once in a while flying down the track or on the road. Let's say a deer jumps out. Your eye goes towards a deer, natural. Then all of a sudden, the bike or the car heads towards the deer. It's an amazing thing. And if you're someone who practices these arts or just practices on the road, force your eye. You have to force your eye not to look at the deer. Look at the road or look at the escape hole on the road to get the vehicle to go there. So many, many times you can see this on a road, not even racing. Something, a car is broken down. All of a sudden, another car will just go into it and smash into it. Why? Because the driver is actually distracted by the car sitting there, the tow truck sitting there. And because they're looking at it unconsciously, the hands direct the car towards a stationary object. So you actually hit the thing that you're looking at. Again, it takes practice to force our eyes not look at where we don't want to go and to look at where we want to go. So you're like, great, I'm not a racer. I don't drive. How does this apply to me? Last week, I was working with someone who has issues around relationships, as many of us do. And for this person, what the issue was, was his inability to see clearly partners that were appropriate. So his thing was unavailable partners. And he picks these people and all the signs are there. The person's not available. The person just came out of a relationship. The person is confused about an ex. And this becomes like a red flag to a bull and he target fixates. He actually starts staring into this thing, which is his unconscious wounding, the concept of negative pleasure that we've talked about in the past. It's like that tooth that hurts in your mouth and we put our hand on it and keep jiggling it back and forth even though it's painful. That's like a close flavor to negative pleasure. And he literally will chase this person, these relationships, till they blow up in his face. No judgment there. We've all been there. Those of us with wounding anyway, I certainly have. What I want to offer today 
is just a way of looking at it, of how we can actually catch ourselves in a moment and not target fixate in these things that are destructive. So as on a racetrack, it's going to happen. You're going to make a mistake. Old rookies do racing motorcycles, racing cars, dirt bikes. You will look at a tree, even though your mind is like, what are you doing? You start heading towards a tree and you're going to hit that tree. At some point, you'll see the tree. You'll force your mind to look away from the tree. And lo and behold, you go around the tree. This same thing applies with relationships. So yes, we all have to learn through hitting that tree a couple of times. Some of us much more than others. Some of us maybe not at all. The point being that when you have hit that tree two or three times, now it's up to you, right? So this person does amazing work on themselves. Their, their life works. They're doing amazing service. This is one place in their lives where they are stuck. So they understand, like by the third or fourth time, he will say like, oh, these patterns are similar. So he target fixes on it. So even though he's aware that that tree is there, that this person is not available for relationship, because his mind locks into it, he just races towards it at 100 miles an hour. And the result, of course, will be the same. You know, that object is not going to move. He's going to smash into it. And hopefully he won't be too injured. He could really be injured. So the way we work with target fixation when it comes to these things, and this is where meditation comes in, is instead of looking at the object in the road that we're going to hit, we look at the road where we want to go. So just like it's easier for the eyes on a racetrack to focus, to lock in to the rear tire of the rider in the front, it's very easy for the body-mind unconsciously, when it's wounded, to focus, to target fixate on the thing that brings it pain. So you've been looking at a rider in front of you for many, many years, and maybe you're lucky you haven't crashed, but a crash will happen at some point. You have to train your eyes to look at where you want to go. So with this sweet person, he has to train his heart not to be attracted to the thing he's going to hit, to the thing that brings pain, but actually to where he wants to go. So the words for this person are, I want a loving relationship. I want someone who's available. I want someone who loves me. Obviously, this is way more sophisticated, complicated than just racing and just looking at one or two things. There's all this unconscious energies that roll up in us. But we have to gear ourselves towards understanding that when we are not examining this aspect, this target fixation, a crash is an inevitable result. Again, this is not something to beat ourselves over with. We have to really take an honest inventory. So anytime someone has an accident on the road, on a racetrack, it's really important to get back as soon as you can out of your sort of trauma state, traumatized state. What happened? Why did I crash? Was it mechanical failure? Did I have something wrong with the bike? Was I not looking where I was going? Was I target fixated? It's the same thing in these situations when we find ourselves in places we don't want to be. We have to be really aware of where we're fixating on things we don't want to do or don't want to be and yet find ourselves there. Again, the body-mind grounding is the road. That's the compass that we use to take our mind out of where it goes unconsciously towards where we want to go. It's the same thing, for example, with our nervous systems and with the media. You know, we target fixate 
on this fear-mongering porn of the media. We're all gonna die by getting our heads cut off by ISIS. Oh no, no, did I say that? No, I meant we're all gonna die by Ebola. No, no, I meant Zika. Oh no, not Zika. What I meant is we're gonna get bombed by the North Koreans. Oh no, no, they're our best friends. You get the gist of it. Emotionally, this is target fixation. We're fixating on these things. Now, it's not that these things aren't important. But if you're going to do that, you also need to pull yourself back in your center so you see what your compass is saying. Are we target fixating on fear, which our unconscious actually has negative pleasure around? Or are we going to pull ourselves back into our compass? A side note on the whole media thing, what I tell people is, that's fine. I read a lot. For me, as a world citizen, it's important what's happening to my sisters and brothers everywhere, to the animals, to nature. It's a part of me. As soon as I catch myself losing my center, I find myself on target fixating on something, then I actually pull back and go inside myself. And the big thing with target fixation also in this realm is fear or love. Are we fixating towards the thing we don't want, which is what is so prevalent right now? Or do we actually connect with the love energy? And that's not about running around throwing up peace signs and wearing tie-dye clothes, right? It's actually about the peace in the center. We all need to be engaged right now. We all have a peace for the changes, many of them tumultuous, that are happening around us. We have to approach that not from the old ways, not as us and them. Us and them is not a target fixation. It's all us, just those of us who are awake and realize our oneness while we're walking amongst people who have forgotten it. We're all playing for the same team, as I always say. The connection has to be there. So check your target fixations. Where do you go with that? If it's a political discussion and you go into blah, 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 God damn it, that's target fixating. Pull yourself back in your center. You can have the same understanding, but come at it from a different place. It is really important right now that we carry that energy of as much as we can, remembering the oneness. That's what the planet needs very much. The action can be coming from a place of disconnection, or it can be coming from a place of connection. It's going to have very, very different results. So check yourself, pay attention to where you're disconnected, where you're target fixating. What are the hot topics for you? That's the red flag and you're the bull and you go towards it? Is it the issues around politics? Is it the issues around inappropriate, unavailable relationships? Where do you get target fixated and then you start foaming at the mouth and just going towards something that's destructive for you? It's very important to have, this is the gift of any kind of meditation practice, whatever you do, your yoga, your mindfulness, to stretch your attention so you can have that awareness and not just be negatively focused in something that's destructive to you. One of the beauties of doing yoga or martial arts is that it releases, it relaxes that tight, tight awareness that's stuck in the head. So when you're holding an asana and your awareness has to be on your posture, on your breath, that really pulls you out of that target fixation in that moment. Same thing with martial arts, same thing with meditation. So target fixation... It's something that has to be examined. We all do it till we start relaxing it. And basically, a relaxed person is someone that's not target fixated. It's a very interesting thing with racing, with speeding. 
If you're looking at the person in front of you at 140 miles an hour, it's crazy how fast things are. So you're always behind the eight ball, trying to correct the car, correct the motorcycle. You're always behind the eight ball. Once you actually take your eyes off of the person in front of you and look as far down the road, as far up the track as you can, all of a sudden things slow down. It's literally a conceptual thing. It's, it's sort of what your eyes do. Things slow down. It gives you a lot more reaction time. All of a sudden, you're relaxing more. All of a sudden, you remember to take a breath. All of a sudden, you remember to relax your shoulders. It allows you, in a very fast competitive environment, to go into relaxation mode. One of the reasons, actually, people who love to do these extreme sports, as I've said before, is because it's forced meditation. You can sit on the cushion, not meditate, but sit for 20 minutes. You might get a little bit relaxed, but your mind can wander, and really nothing happens. Do that on a racetrack, you'll end up in a wheelchair. Same with all these extreme sports. People, it forces them into the moment. Now, you don't need to do those extreme sports to have that feeling, to have that relaxed awareness. It is something that we all have to train ourselves to do. So now, as we're sitting here, as you're sitting where you are, I am where I am, talking. First and foremost, just drop into your body and have an awareness. Are you up in your head? Again, our identity, the place that we actually target fixate the most is somewhere behind our eyes and between our ears. So it's such a misconception that this is who we are. This is where so much pain and confusion seeps into our lives. So as you're listening to me, drop your breathing in your belly. Take a deep breath. Drop your awareness. So relax your face and relax your awareness out of your head into your body. So it's like having a tight fist, which is your awareness in your brain, in your mind, where we think we are, and we just relax it into the body. Then as you do that, pay attention to your posture. Pull your chin in a little bit. Straighten up. Let the spine extend and let it relax. Let your shoulders relax. Feel your arms. Feel your elbows. Feel your forearms. Feel your hands. Let your chest and belly sink down. Let your upper and middle and lower back sink down. And actually feel these areas in your body. Remember, this is not a mental exercise. This is a kinesthetic exercise. Since we're not in our bodies normally, it actually takes some doing. Not to think about these things, but to actually feel it. Breathe into your pelvic floor. Feel your thighs, your groin area. Keep breathing nice and deep, nice and slow. In and out through the nose. Feel your calves, feel your shin bones. Further down into your ankles and into your feet. And as you feel your whole body, 
Keep as much awareness in your lower body as you do in your upper body. And then bring awareness out to your local surrounding. So if you're in a room, while feeling your body, allow your gaze to relax so you can see as much around you as you can. So your eyes are relaxed if they're open, and if they're not, that's fine. Use the sounds. Be aware of the sounds. All distractions become a call to being aware and to being grounded. So if you hear traffic outside, that's fine. Instead of it being a distraction, it's calling you to expand your consciousness, your conscious awareness into your surrounding. It is amazing how much we can expand with that awareness. As we apply awareness to it, as we get out of this target fixation, and we relax our gaze, both mentally as well as physically, we can just keep expanding. So this is the game. Are we going to be contracted all the time? With stress, with fear, with things that don't serve us? Or do we relax in the moment, expand in the moment, and as much as we can, thousand times a day, for five seconds here and there, go into this relaxed awareness and give up the target fixation of things that don't serve us and bring in a relaxed awareness to what truly feeds us. Hope that's helpful. I send you love always, in all ways.